Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Diary of a Lonely Teen. My name is Anya and I am that lonely teen. And um, this episode is going to come a little bit later today than I would have liked. I know that I've been uploading like early in the morning, I think maybe like 7am on Sundays. Well, I don't get up at 7am, but I um, try to get them scheduled to come out at 7am. Um, but I just didn't get a chance to do a podcast um, at all this week and have that time to record. And today, um, everyone's kind of gone out to the store. And this is becoming a common theme where I'm either recording at like midnight and having to whisper so that nobody wakes up and you guys can barely hear me, or um, just waiting until everyone finally leaves the house and I have like an hour to just sit and record. But I'm here again recording. Um, I wanted to thank anyone who took the time to listen to my last episode. I know that it sounded like ASMR because I was talking so freaking quietly um, just because it was like midnight and those types of conversations that you're having on a podcast that are, you know, so like talking so personally about your family. I don't know if I'd necessarily want them to hear me. So that's kind of why I was being so quiet. And for those of you that didn't listen or maybe it was too quiet for you guys, basically um, in the last episode I talked about what's going on in my personal family life because this podcast is sort of like a diary and I will share personal aspects of my life and things going on. Um, But basically I told you guys about the fact that my parents um, are getting a divorce which obviously sucks, and I talked very in-depth in that episode, and that was like three days after, and I don't think the typical person will decide to record a podcast that, you know, anybody could really come across, even though I don't think many of you guys are actually listening, but, um, you know, I just felt like that was the best thing for me to do at the time, is just kind of have a conversation almost with myself and typically I'm somebody who will write a lot um, and journal when things like this happen but even at that stage I didn't want to journal so obviously I'm a bit more I don't know how to word it I guess I've come to terms with everything a bit more at this stage and I will continue to speak on things regarding that like right now um I'm just in the house with my mom and sister, and then my dad has moved in with my grandma, who also lives in town, and I will continue to kind of talk about what it's like when I have to start living in, like, split parent households and everything to do with that, Um, but for this episode, I wanted to be more lighthearted, and, you know, I want to definitely focus on that and everything going on in my life, because I think it can help a lot of people as well as myself. But um, for today's episode, I looked through the list of notes on my phone and I thought, you know, for some weird reason, and this is such a random topic to suddenly discuss on here, but it does pertain to teenagers and women everywhere. And maybe some of you guys are a little bit younger than me, so maybe you, um, maybe you guys, I guess, can gain a little bit of advice from this or something I'm not really sure 
but I am going to be sharing my first period story because I think that these are such fun topics to like talk about and hear other people's experience. I think it's kind of the one thing that connects everyone um, as women. I mean, obviously not the only thing and if you don't have a period, it doesn't mean you're not a woman. Um, I'm definitely not saying that at all, but I am just saying this is like a cool thing that from all the suck that comes out of having a period, it's just like a fun thing to share everybody's experience. And I really want to focus on trying to end some of the stigma regarding periods. It's gotten so much better. Um, I believe I started my period in 2014, I'm pretty sure. So it's been like almost six years. And at that time even, I remember there was plenty of YouTubers. Um, I watched a lot of Alicia Marie and she would make like period life hack videos and things like that. So I think it's really cool that young girls today who maybe don't have a female in their lives to talk to about these things can go online and find resources. And so I thought that I would add this to my list of episodes because I just thought it would be interesting. Um, so I guess I will start at the very beginning. And guys, this story is not one of the crazy ones where I started it in a crazy place or anything like that. I didn't start when I was on vacation or something. But I think what makes it the most interesting and kind of different from other people's experiences is that I was very young and I also did not have much knowledge about periods at all. I had not been talked too much about that and I don't have an older sister. I am the older sister. So um, I think that's probably what sets me apart from your typical story. But anyway, I will start at the beginning. So it's funny, but I actually remember the day it was September 8th when I first got my first set of what cramps are, and I didn't know that that's what it was. But basically, I just started sixth grade. I was new to middle school. Middle school started in sixth grade over in Oregon. And I'm pretty sure we would always start the school year somewhere around the first of September. So I had really been in there for maybe a week or more and obviously still figuring out lockers, figuring out this new setup when I had gone to the same elementary school, kindergarten through the fifth grade. So obviously it was a pretty big change for everyone. And I remember it was after school when this all started. Um, I had planned to stay after school for like a band rehearsal because I had joined the band recently. I played the flute and that was a very short-lived thing. But I think I had planned to stay for like an extra practice or something. Um, And I guess maybe it got canceled or I decided I didn't wanna go last minute. And so I was 10 at this point and I didn't have a cell phone yet to call my dad. So I was like, okay, I have to find like some adult cell phone to borrow or something. So I go out into the main um, like area where parents can come to pick up their kids and I saw um, my neighbor over there, um, my neighbor's mom, and then she had a daughter that was also my age and in my grade. So I was like, hey, can I use your phone to just call my dad? Because none of us had phones. (laughs) Um, And so she was like, oh yeah, sure, Um, but I'm going to walk home with, I'll just call her Sarah. Um, 
I'm going to walk home with Sarah, um, who was my, like, the daughter, her daughter, also my neighbor. Um, she was like, oh, me and Sarah, we're just going to, like, walk home and learn the route to walk home from school, so you could just come with us. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I called my dad, told him I was going to walk home with Sarah and her mom. And he was like, okay, because we lived, like, probably 20 minutes walking distance from the school and most of the parents just wanted the kids that lived in that neighborhood area to kind of just start walking home themselves because the drop-off line was oftentimes like really long and in the time that it took to pick up your kid um they could have just walked home themselves so we were all trying to like learn the route and pretty soon after that I started walking home um but we walked home everything was fine Um, we turn into the little cul-de-sac area where we lived and we lived like in a little cul-de-sac at the bottom of this pretty steep hill and I remember we got to the top of that hill and started walking down and suddenly I had like the weirdest crampy pain in like my lower abdomen area Um, something I'd never felt before like obviously I had I had had stomach pains but it was so low and like so far down that I was like that's so weird and it just came upon me all of a sudden and I remember it was like quite extreme like I was I doubled over in pain because I was just like shocked from it and then obviously drawing a lot of weird attention to myself um her my my um neighbor's mom was like are you okay and I was like oh yeah I'm fine like just trying to play it off as I'm like limping down this hill this very steep hill to get to the bottom and then I think they just kind of walked off because they were like okay that's really weird she's acting strange all of a sudden so I got into my house um I think my dad was like out in the backyard or something I got to my house and I literally like waddled into the bathroom ripped off all of my clothes um lied in the bottom of the bath and then I don't know why I didn't turn on the bath water I turned on the shower water like the shower head to like the hottest setting and just like lied there in pain and actually that was a smart thing to do because apparently heat really helps with cramps but obviously I didn't know what I was doing I was just like I need this weird foreign pain to go away and then like two minutes later it was gone and it never came back and I remember like going up to my dad even because my mom was at work and I was like I just had the weirdest pain but it was like down low and he was like oh that's weird and I think maybe he was kind of thinking from what he had heard maybe it was like period cramps I think in the back of my mind I was thinking that but I also was like well I'm 10 so why would I be having that so young And I thought it was just some weird thing that I ate or something or just nervous from being at school and everything because I still got nervous like every day those first couple of weeks. And so I was like, okay, that's very weird. Um, But then everything was chill and I just went on with my day. Um, Fast forward to the next day, September 9th um, of 2014, I'm pretty sure. Um, my dad was supposed to drop me off to school that morning and I woke up and everything was fine. I used the restroom. Um, I don't know if I had already started at that point and just didn't notice, but, um, I remember I ate breakfast and everything, got ready, 
and I remember I went into the bathroom again and um, my dad was supposed to drop me off I think it was like 7 45 in the morning and school started at 8 20 but we could come like 10 minutes before and be fine because we live so close and so I remember I like went into the bathroom go to wipe and there's like this brown like rust blood stuff and obviously I knew that like when that happens it's a period but I was just like standing there in shock and I remember my mom she was so nice she was like making my lunch for the day because I'm like 10 still and she's making my lunch in middle school and I remember as I was standing there she like called into the bathroom and she was like do you want a granola bar and I was just like uh yeah please and then I was like can you come here and then it was like the most awkward thing you guys I think this is what sets my story apart from other people's is that I was so freaking clueless about this kind of stuff and I think my mom maybe just thought that it wouldn't happen until I was older so she didn't really have to have those type of discussions with me yet but um I was like literally sitting on the toilet called her in there she's like what's wrong and this is like the nastiest thing you guys I like held up the toilet paper with like blood and I was like look blood and then she was like oh my gosh like obviously shocked because she was like she even said I didn't expect this to happen until you were older and you know I was already freaked out that something was abnormal about me because this was happening so early on and everything um now I know obviously that girls can sometimes get their periods as young as eight nine ten um, in some cases maybe even younger and they can get their periods as late as like 16 or older um, in some cases so you know obviously every girl is so different but at that age I just kind of thought that there's like an average age and I was abnormal if I didn't meet that specific requirement um, but obviously you know nobody should feel bad about what age they end up getting their period it's just when their body's ready and I guess mine was ready a little bit younger than your typical girl. So, um, I remember she, I had literally bled through my underwear and shorts without even realizing it somehow. Um, I'm not really sure how I didn't know, but, um, I guess I just didn't realize. And, um, I remember I kind of thought that the only feminine product that existed were tampons because that's like what I had always seen my mom have under the sink and use and everything. So I was like, I am not sticking that up there. And then she was like, no, like, you know, there's pads and everything. And I remember she was like, I wish I would have known ahead of time so I could have gotten some supplies. And then I was like, oh, I was having cramps yesterday. I just didn't like know what they were. And she was like, oh, well, that was your body trying to give you a freaking warning. But <laughs> I guess I wasn't paying attention to it or whatever so she had like some pads under the sink at this point my dad is like should I just leave and then we were like yeah just go ahead and I was like just awkwardly in the bathroom still um I changed clothes and everything and by this time I had missed my first class of the day so um 
I remember we had to go get like some more supplies and so my mom drove me to Fred Meyer um, for those of you guys that don't know what that is it's like a Kroger but it's basically your typical grocery store and I remember I got like some of those pads that are specifically for like tweens or teens so if you're like a first-time person getting your period um, I would definitely suggest those they're kind of cool but I remember because it said tween on the package I was so afraid of like the checkout lady maybe seeing it or something because it said tween on it and like I knew that I obviously looked young so they'd know that it was like my first period and I was the only tween standing there they obviously weren't for my mom so I was so afraid they would see I remember I was like hiding out and I like waited um outside the store for my mom to come out with them and I continuously did that for many months and even years after that because for some reason I was still embarrassed about such a normal thing um and then I remember my mom was like oh you know like we can go get a coffee or something or like a smoothie or something like you don't have to go to class yet but I remember I was like so afraid of being tardy to school because they had like what seemed like a strict policy which really wasn't but I was like so afraid about like making a good impression and everything so I I think I only missed my first class of the day and then I made my mom like lie and say that I had a doctor's appointment that morning so I could get an excuse tardy because I cared so much about those things and trying to have like a good record at my new middle school so then I like continued on with my day obviously dealing with a period especially for the first time sucks in school especially during middle schools and high schools like I don't understand why literally at the age when they have girls starting to deal with this type of stuff that's when they decide to start regulating the bathroom so much and having like five minute breaks where you need to get in between classes and like you don't have time to you know change your pad or whatever every single time so that kind of sucked to deal with but apart from that, I was fine. I remember um, most of the girls in my age range had not gotten theirs yet, but it seemed like in the next couple of months, many of them did because I was already kind of on the younger side of things. But I remember I sat down at lunch um, next to this girl who was my friend and I was like, you want to know why I was late to school? And she was like, why were you late? And I was like, I started. <laughs> And um, apparently she had started a couple of months before, so that was kind of nice that I could talk to somebody else who understood. And, you know, I really like how it becomes, like, this common thing that kind of creates a bond between you and your peers. Even if you're not really friends, um, you can still talk about those types of things. And as time went on, um, every, like, gym locker room, every, like, volleyball gym, like, in the in the dressing room type of thing even when I did the school plays like all the girls were in the restroom talking about their periods it becomes a very regular thing that everybody can kind of talk about openly which I really like um, and most people are always willing to offer you a pad if you don't have one and stuff so I really like the sense of community and the bond that it creates between girls if nothing else um, but yeah and then a couple of weeks after my period, I turned 11. So I did, I forgot to tell you guys that I was like kind of on my last couple of weeks of being 10. So I guess it wasn't incredibly young, but 
you know, obviously I was very clueless about these things and I'm just glad it all worked out. I'm glad that I had my mom there and everything, but um, I just wanted to close this podcast out by saying you guys should never feel embarrassed or ashamed about having a period. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, it's a very normal bodily thing. It's the same thing as like everybody needs to pee. Um, everybody needs to cough and sneeze and you know that's just what your body naturally does. So never feel embarrassed about something that means that you're healthy. Um, and in middle school, I think especially a lot of guys would make like stupid jokes because it's something that makes them uncomfortable. But as time goes on, everybody just accepts that it's a part of life. Um, I remember many times thinking that life was like over and I couldn't have a childhood anymore um, because I was dealing with this. But you will be surprised. Like I have had it for almost six years now and how much it just becomes a part of your daily life and something that you take in your stride. Your quality of life does not need to end because of this. And I think that you know, obviously it sucks and it's not always fun. A lot of people will get cramps regularly and obviously if you're having like major problems, talk to a doctor. But otherwise, I just think it's important to try to um, take it easy if you need to, still go out and enjoy life and do fun things um, whenever you can. And, you know, just realize that it's totally normal totally normal shouldn't be embarrassed at all I guess that's the message that I would want to put out there um anyway you guys if you want to get in contact with me um if you have questions about the podcast or suggestions I would love to get more suggestions um you can email me at diary of a lonely teen pod at gmail.com that's all lowercase letters um no capitals and no spaces. Um, You can email me there. You can try to send a voice message in on Anchor. I don't exactly know how those work yet because I have never received one, but um, if you do send me one, I would love to be able to play it on the podcast if I can figure it out. And um, I just hope everyone is staying safe with, you know, making sure that you wear a mask when you go out in public and things like that. And I just wish everyone the best. Um, I will continue to keep you guys updated on everything going on in my personal life, as well as just being able to talk about things like this that I think are fun and interesting. So, um, I guess, bye you guys. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate any support that I'm receiving, and it's so cool to see listeners from all over the world caring about what I have to say. So, hope you guys have a good week ahead. Bye.